Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining Pragmatic Podcast with Pipo. Today's April 2nd, and uh, it's a very important day. It's Autism Awareness, um, World Autism Awareness Day, and also the month of April is considered the Autism Awareness Month. So I wanted to have a podcast, a short podcast today, just to bring awareness and also encourage those that are dealing with autism, whether it be someone directly impacted or someone caring for someone with autism. Autism is often, uh, it's pretty broad. Um, As I mentioned before, you'll have some people that are high functioning, meaning you'd never ever know that they are within the autism spectrum disorder. And you may have some that can barely walk or talk. Um, This is also a condition that for those that are high functioning, they're subjected to a lot of bullying. Um, A lot of children that go to school, attend regular classes, are seen as though they're weird or people looking at them and wondering what's wrong. So autism awareness is critical, uh, not only for adults, but also for children. They need to know to be compassionate, to be understanding. Um, This also impacts adults and adults that are in the spectrum are often subjected to certain type of treatments um, as there is no broad protection or education that relates to autism. With that said, you know, I want to give you this one specific stat that will just blow your mind. One in 44 human beings is impacted by autism. One in 44. And as broad as this is and as far-reaching as it is, you'd be surprised to know that there are very little resources dedicated to it. And if there are resources dedicated to it, they're very, very hard to come by. Um, A lot of parents that have children with autism, clearly this is not something that they plan for. It's... It's a shock. Some go in a state of depression, denial, and some try with all their might to try to fix or cure this issue, which can improve, but cannot go away. And uh, it's a it's a big strain on relationships, finances, uh, your physical, mental, emotional well-being that impacts siblings, uh, not just the individual with autism, but the whole village. So this is why I want to take time to also encourage those that are living with it. So I guess let me start with that. For those of you that are caring for a loved one with autism, whether it be a child, 
or an adult. I see you. I hear you. I feel you. It's almost a privilege to be able to care for someone with autism. As I feel people that successfully care for someone with autism tend to appreciate the little things in life that we take for granted. It takes a special kind of someone to be able to take care of someone with autism. A lot of sleepless nights, maybe forever. A lot of worries, fear, nightmares. But you still rise every day and do what you have to do and go above and beyond. You may leave jobs, careers, marriages, relationships, friendships. This is dedication unlike any other. You go above and beyond. So, feel empowered by just your abilities, not necessarily what the world or society may give you or may uh, recognize your efforts. You, most likely, you don't even need that. But look at yourself in the mirror and think about what you're able to do, what you've accomplished. Every milestone is because of you, is because of your drive, your dedication, and above all, unconditional, unwavering love. So take time every day to recognize your greatness. Your greatness is what saves your loved one's life. Your greatness is what keeps you moving forward. Your greatness is what keeps you from crying over materialistic things. Your job, career, finances. So your greatness is unmatched. And you need to Know that, believe that, as it's well-deserved. It's not something you can teach. It's not something you can train. It's something within you. And I do believe that it's a blessing in disguise. So now talking about autism to the rest of the world that needs to be compassionate to the companies that need to understand what autism is and employ people with autism with any type of difference, uh, differences or different abilities. 
diversity and inclusion goes far beyond race, sex, gender, ethnicity. So when you think of autism, it does not discriminate black, white, man, woman, boy, girl. It does not care. So we as a society need to realize that this is an epidemic. We need to teach our children, hey, when you're at school and you see someone that's different, that may not be able to talk, that spins, that has certain behaviors that are not consistent with your peers, be compassionate. That compassion is only accomplished by education, by openly talking about autism. Not just in April, not just April 2nd, every day. Make it a habit, make it a habit to talk to your children. Make it a habit to talk to your husband, to your wife, neighbors, employers. See, as beneficial as it may seem to be a a high functioning in that spectrum, meaning you can most likely live independently, sign your own contracts, and just maybe even be married with children. Well, the downside to that is, unlike many other physical disabilities, it's not evident. You may not respond to certain things in an appropriate manner or in a timely fashion or in the way in which society expects you to respond. So your performance review may be skewed. Your interaction with law enforcement may be a bit more dangerous. Your relationship with your neighbors may be a bit different. So, regardless of where you fall in that autism spectrum, each individual has challenges because, again, of lack of education and awareness in the society. So I come to you today to have you join me on this quest to educate people, yourself first and then others, how autism impacts an individual, a family, a community. It's a lifelong condition. Now, there's a lot of you know, politically correct way, right, to say what it is, but it's a neurological disorder. It's, it's, it's a lifelong condition. It's not something that you can go and fix. You've heard the term diverse abilities. 
being used nowadays. True. It's certainly diverse and it's, I'll be honest with you, I learn more from a person with autism than anyone else. I try to imagine how the world would look through the eyes of someone with autism. How the world would be. Because there's no nefarious intent when you have autism. If someone with autism loves you, it's unconditional. There's no question about it. Think about the connection you have with someone with autism. They may not be able to verbally tell you what's wrong or what they need, but you understand it. How many other connections do you have where you know what the other one is thinking? Or you can pretty much guess accurately. So when you take someone with autism and place them in, in public, whether that be school, <clears throat> church, daycare, not everyone's going to be able to see that individual in the same manner or understand that individual. <clears throat> we lean on uh, therapies. Physical therapy, occupational therapy. Again, it'll improve the condition. It won't resolve it. And we assume that by doing all of these, society will be easier for our loved ones. The sad reality is it's not. So why am I sharing it in this manner? Because you have to appreciate how tough this condition is. How permanent this condition is. Until you understand it's not by choice. It's not something that you're too lazy to fix or you're too, um, you're just not intelligent enough. Until you understand that this is just like a, you know, some some condition, right, that you had, you didn't cause it. It's just you're, you're diagnosed with a condition and you've got to resolve it and hope that there's a way to resolve it. Autism, unfortunately, like I said, you may have ways to improve it, not ways to completely be free of it. So just as though it seems like it's suffocating to hear, imagine how that individual living with it and the people in that individual's circle, whether it be family, extended family, how their days are, how their nights are. So by understanding 
the severity of it, the impact it has on individuals and the society. You'll start to be more empathetic. And empathy will lead to a better better world because that's when we can understand one another. This is when we'll push for additional training for law enforcement to be able to deal with people with autism. This is where we push our local, state, federal government to do more, to have resources to help people. In the state of Texas, the waiting list for someone to be on um, some of the services the state provides is staggering. It's over 10 years. Nationally, there aren't a lot of resources. And again, if you don't have resources in place to help individuals with autism, look at the strain that puts on others dealing with autism, such as the family members and even spouses at times, right? So we really need to look deep within and not just learn about autism, but how that impacts our, com- our communities, where funding is going, what we can do to make the world a better place. There are a lot of resources out there that you can read about in detail. And if you do, another important fact that I want to highlight is be gentle when you're talking to a family with someone that has autism. Even if they're missing certain signs and you see it, be gentle. They could be in denial. If you're close enough, have that talk. Or maybe you, listening on the other end. You may have someone in your family that falls in that category. Those signs, the typical signs are, you know, not making eye contact. Not, you know, not babbling like a normal baby. It could be as young as six months, up to two to three years, or maybe five or six years old, depending on where you fall on that spectrum. The little telltale signs may not show up until then. So remember, it's not just verbal skills. It's that social interaction that's lacking. Something as simple as making eye contact or responding to a name. And to some more severe cases where 
it impacts severely impacts your physical abilities. There are also other issues that are connected to autism that you don't hear a lot about. And that's GI issues, seizures, sleep disorders. So there are a lot of visible and invisible signs and issues related to autism. I wouldn't have enough time in a day to go over each and every one. But what my point is, and in the spirit of Autism Awareness Day, is just to tell you the magnitude of this condition and to implore you to learn about it. I've written politicians. <clears throat> I've um, tried to engage politicians to bring awareness, to have certain laws, to protect children in schools, children with autism in schools, to treat mistreatment of such individuals as a hate crime. All these accidents we hear about, children leaving schools or being found in a lake or a pond or a river when they should be watched. I don't jump on that train of, oh, they were just accidents. We need to start looking at it. Was there negligence and have applicable laws to go with it? Right now, there aren't. A lot of things are considered accidents. I talked about in a previous podcast before. Prevention is key. You can't prevent autism. I'm talking about being proactive and having all safety measures in place to prevent those quote-unquote accidents. And that starts at home and at school, public places. So the awareness is not just for the public. It's also for the families dealing with it. You have to be aware of the risks associated with autism. The elopements. Not knowing what danger is. So, please be engaged. Please be compassionate. And please educate your children, and yourselves about autism. And once again, before I end, to those of you living with autism, 
in any way, shape, or form. Remember, you're special. You're courageous. Be encouraged. Have a great day.